Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's the end of the week here on Political Coffee. That means this is Freedom Friday. It's your day. Call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's not what's on my plate necessarily. What's on your mind? I want to know. And you know how easy it is? You can just pick up the phone and call 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And if you get them to me early enough, I'll do my best to read them on the air. Because I do want to know what you think. So uh, you got to love this or, or not. <laughs> um, Breitbart's got a couple of interesting stories today. The Senate, U.S. Senate Republican border deal. It gets leaked. As you know, this is the one that Mike Johnson is apparently disappointingly, what a disappointment this man is. How sad. Such high hopes. So sad. Anyway, migrants get work permits. All the illegals that come across the border get work permits. They get lawyers. They get green cards. What do you think about? Then there's another story there about WHO picks a radical trans activist to set the global child rearing rules. Apparently now the World Health Organization is going to be setting how you can rear up your children. The rules globally. Less than half of this panel, by the way, that's going to decide all of this, has a medical background. And TikTok's famous they-them professor wants puberty blockers to be default option. Amazing, isn't it? How did we get to this place? I'm just curious. Got a great email uh, from one of our listeners. I think this was, I think this was Jim. I think. Um, there we go. We're supposed to have, by the way, an interview with Dean Sir. At the bottom of the hour here, he is the main guy. Um, that vote before tolls. Yesterday, of course, we had John Lay on the... uh, We had him on the air, as you remember, to talk about what he discovered 
in terms of this this business of ODOT using 86% of every dollar that they collect in tolls to pay for collecting the tolls. You heard that right. You heard that right. We talked about that yesterday. All right, so how do we stop that nonsense? Well, yes, I know the, the governor temporarily put a hold on the whole program. She's just reading the tea leaves because she doesn't want it to hurt Democrats in the next election. That's what you need to understand about all of this. But what about how do we really stop it? Well, we put on the ballot, and boy, they do not want this thing on the ballot. I'm telling you, they don't want this thing on the ballot in the worst way because they know it'll pass. It'll pass huge in the Portland metro area. As more and more people begin to understand what the implications of tolling on I-205 and I-5 really means. And now, of course, they're talking about I-217. They're talking about Highway 26, that's just going to expand, folks. They will, if they can toll the entire state, they will. Anyway, bottom line, folks, vote before tolls. If you have not signed this petition, you need to go to votebeforetolls.com. Um, a state employee who shall never be named sent me this article. This is from Just the News. Biden's Iran policy provides funds to Islamic fundamentalist regime and enduring terror threats. Biden's sanction relief and reduced pressure on Iranian proxy groups has eroded the U.S. deterrence with Iran, says a security expert who's warning us about that. Now, we know that yet, you know, all these these Houthi attacks. Yesterday, of course, the U.S. and Britain, with some supporting roles of other countries, launched a, a whole series of attacks on the Houthis to stop them from attacking, shipping, all of that. So they're doing something. Should we? In Oregon. And another, I think, uh, who sent this? Uh, another state employee, who should never be named, sent this one to me. He said, Oregon Attorney General, this is a Eugene Register Guard article, says the state will appeal the ruling that Measure 114 is unconstitutional. Well, we all knew that would happen, right? Now, they're going to appeal this, of course, to the Oregon Court of Appeals. She said, we look forward to defending Measure 114 in the Oregon Court of Appeals. Yuck, yuck. <laughs> well, by the way, good news. For, speaking of the Register Guard, I, I got to stop for a moment. Good news for you Oregon Duck fans, like Gary. Dan Lanning is not leaving Oregon to replace Nick Saban at Alabama. That's a good thing. I'm glad, you know, I think Dan Lenning's an outstanding coach. It would have been travesty to have this revolving door of coaches like they've had at the University of Oregon. To have that continue, especially with a guy who has had such success. To have what Jonathan Smith did to us at Oregon State. 
Now, Oregon State's got a coach with deep roots. Let's hope that he's, first of all, that he has a successful program, number one, and number two is that he sticks around. Anyway, Ellen Rosenblum says the Oregon Constitution does not prevent voters from adopting these sensible and effective gun safety laws. Yes, it does. I'm sorry. You are one of the worst, not only one of the worst attorney generals we've ever had, you are, I have to be careful what I say here. I would not classify Ellen Rosenblum as a high-level thinker. Let's just put it that way. Especially when it comes to Oregon law. She's a good political operative. I'll give her that. She is not a high-level thinker. She is certainly not a constitutional lawyer. Because you see, there is a little thing in the U.S. Constitution, and it's even stronger in the Oregon Constitution. It says, our right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And that's precisely what this is. Now, they say this saves lies. It doesn't matter. What's the words of the Constitution? And, and you know what really saves lies? And we're seeing it happen in Israel. Are we not? Did you guys see? I'm just curious. Did did you all see the female Israeli TV anchor pictures of her carrying a gun in her waistband on set? The last thing they want to see is an armed citizenry like the people are being armed in Israel. Why? Because if every person has a gun, the bad guys know it. And it acts as a deterrence in and of itself. We know that. All you have to do, folks, is just look at some of the great YouTube videos that are out there. The NRA has done a, a many years ago, put out a great YouTube video, a great video. Just interviewing bad guys in prison, convicted. And one after one, they told you they knew where people lived who had guns and they avoided them because they didn't want to get shot. But Ellen Rosenblum, this is why I say she's no giant intellectual thinker. Measure 114 does not save lives. It will cost lives as every Gun, heavily gun-restricted state or city proves they have much higher, much higher rates of gun violence. Now, gun violence, as you know, is this mythical term that includes suicide. You know, if you're going to kill yourself, you're going to find a way to do it, whether it's with a gun or a knife or driving your car into a telephone pole or off a cliff. Or popping too many sleeping pills or whatever. You'll find a way to kill yourself if that's what hanging yourself, whatever. You'll find a way if you want. Guns save lives. It's a fact. Let's go to Art, who's on the line. Art, good morning. It's Freedom Friday. What's well, on your mind, brother? Anything is fair game. Well, no, I know that. But we're going to break here in a second. I want to have enough time to have this discussion. Well, get started so, now. Go. Okay. Okay. Rosenblum, she is a left-wing loony. You can't say it, Jeff, but I can. 
<laughs> and her office is full of lawyers who really can't get a decent job out in the private sector. So they suck off the state teat, uh, and, and therefore, you know, we get people that aren't quality uh, employees at the attorney general's office, um, and it's a disgrace. I've been dealing with the attorney general's office forever, almost from the beginning when I got involved in the Randall Shepard vending program, which you guys all know I do. They interpret the law uh, completely different than what it says, and they push agendas uh, that are ridiculous. I mean, Rosenblum knows what the law says, and the ruling in the court was correct. But Jeff, what the hell is she doing? She's contesting it and going to pay tons of money and wasting our time. We'll talk about we- it more on the other side of the break with Art. It's Freedom Friday. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about today. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick. DMC talk line back in a moment with Art and his concluding thoughts. It's 620. Don't go away. Call Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. By the way, there's a great, um, and one of our listeners sent this to me. Uh, There's a great piece from the Oregon Firearms Federation. It's one of their news releases, and it's about... um, they're starting early. This is the upcoming legislative session. They had an audit on the extreme risk protection orders and domestic violence. This report is listed there. You can see that. And I'll have this on the show plan today so you can read it for yourself. Folks, they are not done coming after your gun rights. They're going to keep coming after your done your gun rights. This is why... I, I tell you, More Guns, Less Crime it was a great book written by Dr. John Lott a long time ago. And it's, it's unassailable in terms of the actual evidence it has. They're going to keep coming after our guns. Ellen Rosenblum is, she's, yeah, a lot of things. I got to be careful. I truly have to be careful what I say here. Only because, I mean, there, there's a lot of reasons why, but I'm not worried about the Ministry of Truth or being reported or anything like that. That That's not my reason for doing it. I just, I, you know, I, 
I don't want to say things, put word curses, if you will, over people's lives. And, and I've done that in the times past, shouldn't have. I don't want to keep doing it now that I'm more aware of it than ever before. But I also cannot be afraid, and you cannot be afraid, to call people out. And speak the truth about what they're doing. Not engaging in character assassination. So I have to be careful about Ellen Rosenblum. But rather that we call out what they actually do. She's going to appeal the Measure 114 ruling. Now, we all expected that she would do this, but what really keeps Oregonians safe and saves lives? Is it a well-armed citizenry? Well, let's look at the evidence. That's where this all goes. Every place that's restricted gun ownership has extremely high gun violence rates. Why? It's not hard to figure out. The bad guys don't care about laws. They get guns and they use them. And we've seen it happen in Portland, folks. Anyway, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. I got to go back to the phones. I want to finish up with Art and get to another caller. Art, go. Jeff. I know why you're not doing it, and I respect you for that, because the left wing and the radicals attack those who tell the truth. You and I both know it. You need to protect the radio station and everything else, which is ridiculous, because that's not what should be happening in America. Okay, so Rosenblum... Okay, instead of her department giving good legal advice, they do the bidding of the state agency and the Democrats, Jeff. Uh, Our illustrious governor's agenda is Rosenblum's agenda. You and I both know it. And it's wrong, and we need better leadership. From the very top, our governor sucks. That's a fact. She wastes our money. She raises our taxes. She has destroyed, well, the Democrats as a whole have destroyed this state from what I knew what it used to be because I've been here, you know, ever since I was in sixth grade. Right. The truth will set Mm -hmm. you free, Jeff, and it's our responsibility, especially those who are not in radio stations, we're citizens, we step up to the plate and say enough is enough, and quite frankly, everybody that's listening right now, now, call Rosenblum's office and complain that they're wasting our damn money. Flood her office. Let you let her know that her garbage, as long as she's still going to be in office, is not going to happen. Well we said, Art. Got to let you go off. because I got to move to our next caller, folks. If you don't stand up and do what Art just said. You deserve the government you're going to get. You're going to deserve all of the leftist Marxist policies that this Democrat legislature and this Democrat-led state government, I'm saying Marxist, 
split because there's a lot of good Democrats out there don't feel like they have a voice in their party anymore. Because the crazy people have taken over. If you don't stand up and do exactly what Art just said, you deserve everything you're going to get. And I mean it. Let's go to our next caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you? What's on your mind? Good morning. Are you there? Can I hear you? Hello? Are you there? Hello? Okay, well, they're not there, so let me just give you a quick reminder. Folks, one of the ways you can absolutely stand up for your liberty, for this great constitutional republic, is to do what I do. And that's to buy great products from my pillow. Because I do. I've been doing it for years, long before they became an advertiser on this show. I'm grateful for Mike Lindell and how he has put his entire life, everything he's ever worked for for 20 plus years, put it on the line, his entire company. You got to admire that. But even if you admire it, you need to buy their products because their products really make your life better. They do mine in so many ways. Go to MyPillow.com and get these great discounts. If you use the promo code PC23, PC, which are the initials of political coffee, PC23. Back in a moment, we hope with Dean Sir, a vote before tolls, the latest you can do to stop tolling in Oregon. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back, my friends. Great to be with you. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. And it's really super easy. You pick up the phone and dial 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I will do my best to read them on the air. Uh, in a moment, we're going to chat with votebeforetolls.com. The founder, Dean Sir, got to remind you, uh, have you heard the forecast about snow today in the valley and really extremely cold temperatures great reason for you to call freedom heating and air today if you're a little bit worried that maybe that heating system of yours whatever it is might might just fail on you you don't want it to fail in the middle of the night when it's 15 degrees out because that's where we're headed folks so why don't you give them a call call freedom heating and air today. You know what they'll do? They'll come out today. They'll check out your system. And if something needs to be fixed, they'll get it fixed. 503-580-1456-580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. There's my old buddy, Corey Lewandowski. We were Americans for Prosperity state directors. He and uh, New Hampshire in me here in Oregon. As you know, he ran Donald Trump's first campaign 
He's on right now with Real America Voice. Always great to see Corey. All right. Also great to talk to Dean, sir. Dean, you're doing the Lord's work, I think, with your petition, statewide petition for votebeforetolls.org. It's votebeforetolls.org. I think I said .com. I was wrong. Votebeforetolls.org. Folks, you can sign this petition that just says, hey, before you can toll a road in Oregon, the people around it, get to vote on it. Dean, what's the latest on your, your petition? Well, good morning, Jeff. Uh, thank you for having me on, uh, and good morning, fellow Oregonians. Uh, the latest is we are doing well, and we're doing something about tolls. Uh, you mentioned a little snow and ice coming your way. We'll have the same up here in the metro area. Um, there's only two things that can stop tolls, and one is a friggin' ice storm because we can't get out there to pay them. And yeah. The second thing is uh, IP4, vote before tolls. At last Saturday's uh, subcommittee, uh, uh, state subcommittee on transportation meeting, uh, which you heard about yesterday from John Lay, um, they said that this is the nuclear option. The folks in Salem are afraid of this initiative, and they're afraid for two reasons. One, because we're dabbling with their revenues. Uh, this is a this is a tax that's coming our way, and we, you know it, it, they want us to think that we can't stop it. Um, and they're counting on these revenues. And uh, number two, the fact that the general public would stand up and vote and challenge the state legislators scares the dickens out of them. So that's that's kind of the big picture of where we're at. Um, we are actively gathering signatures. Um, you know, you heard from John yesterday. He said that the three hundred million dollar. Uh, excuse me, the $400 million Abernathy Bridge is going to cost the taxpayers $2.7 billion. I did a little back-of-the-napkin math last night. That $6 billion interstate bridge replacement, the I-5 bridge over the Columbia River into Vancouver, uh, is is priced right now at $6 billion. Of course, with cost runs, that's uh, overruns, that's going to go up. But in that, um, they have $1.2 billion scheduled for tolling. Well, you know who's paying for all those cost overruns. That's going to be the general public. So let's assume that's, that's right. $3 billion. We'll yep. do John Lay's math. You know what $3 billion becomes? $21 billion. It's crazy. And oh you know what? All this, talk of, all this talk about government inefficiency, we can't forget with tolling that ODOT is not responding to local governmental officials about diversion. That's the traffic that's trying to drive on you know, your local streets or a county road to bypass a state highway. And they're not talking about um, uh, the congestion issues or any of those things anymore. So we've got them on their tail, but we've got to take action. And for me, that's two things. One is more signatures more people gathering signatures, not just your individual signature, but your spouse and your friends and your coworkers. And uh, those of you that can, if you can uh, make a, a contribution, political tax credit, you got all those emails last December, well, you can still do that and get a political tax credit for 2024, and we need some money because during this slow season when we don't get out quite as much, uh, we're actually using postal mail, targeted postal mail, uh, to, to get to folks and having good response on that. So uh, action, 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 action is what's important. So do you think, I mean, uh, first of all, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, and folks, if you go to votebeforetolls.org, it's all one word, votebeforetolls.org. When you go there, you can look at the petition and see what it says. You can click on it and you can sign the petition as a single signer. You can also download the petition and you can 
go gather signatures. Now, Dean, so th this revelation that just happened yesterday, uh, well, it, it happened on, on Monday and, and John wrote about it and he was on with Lars and then he was on with me yesterday. In, in the in, you know five days since this revelation came out that ODOT is going to collect ludicrous amounts of money to administer the tolling and not pay for the debt, have you seen any kind of a of an uptick in in you know people coming to your website, people turning in signatures? We are getting more people at the website. It's too soon to get signatures because those have to be mailed back to us. Uh, but we are seeing more activity on the website and more engagement from the public. So that that is good. But you, you know, your audience can keep sharing this message. That's eighty-six percent overhead. John John said it yesterday. You have to drive across the bridge six times, and on your seventh trip the dollars you pay on that toll actually will go towards uh, the debt associated with uh, um, building that bridge or modifying the bridge. Six trips of overhead and then one trip that goes to the bottom line. That's crazy. Share that with your friends. They'll want to sign right away. It is crazy. It's just... It is. <laughs> you know, up, up, until, up until Saturday, I was at that Saturday meeting. Up until Saturday, I was quoting the overheads anticipated at 30 to 60%. Our friends in Texas... Their tolling overhead is about 30% for collections. Up in the state of Washington, who's been doing tolling for 10 years or so, um, it's 60% overhead. 86 is, I mean, 60 is crazy, but 86 is absurd. We may as well just be throwing our money into the river, skip, skip putting it in the toll booth. Well, that's, that's what it amounts to. I mean, th this amounts to a giant money grab from ODOT. From the, from the politicians yep. that run Oregon and is of little to no benefit at all for the people that are paying it, especially when you got to pay 86% of every dollar that you give for a toll goes to collect the toll. Right. Now, right. if John Lay's math is right, and I, I think it is, you're now saying that the Columbia River Crossing Project is currently slated around six billion. You're saying it will take twenty-one billion to pay it off. That's correct. Oh, and and we've already put in whatever four billion of you know the Oregon the state contribution from Oregon and Washington and the federal. This is this is an above and beyond that uh, five billion dollars that uh, already has been com committed. It's crazy. I mean, we we are a, a sales tax free state. We don't like sales tax. What, what would you say if somebody came in and said, well, we're going to charge you 15% sales tax? We'd go nuts. 86% sales tax? I don't know. I'd be jumping in the river. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> it's absurd. Beyond all so, measure, it is absurd. So uh, let me talk about a bigger picture, though. I was yeah. at, um, uh, at an executive meeting last night, and um, one of the things that really has Salem quaking in their boots, not just ODOT, but Salem with this uh, tolling initiative, it's, it's vote before tolls. It's carefully named and it's carefully structured. I, Salem is really concerned that they're being called to accountability. What if we voted before we spent taxes on, you name it, uh, 
on, on any of, of dozens and dozens of programs that you talk about daily here. What if we got the right to vote on those things? I think some folks down there are looking at the bigger picture and saying, this is, they won't admit this publicly, but this is a call to accountability for Salem, and they don't want this to spread. Uh, so they are very, very concerned that we get this initiative passed, you know, if we get this initiative passed. And I think we ought to, we ought to think about that, that this is bigger than tolling that this is a message to Salem that says, guys and gals, you need to sit up straight in your chairs and start figuring out how to use those calculators and, uh, you know, act like, act like you're, you know, a taxpaying citizen, not just a, uh, a, a government uh, executive. Anytime that the people, but look, they do polling and they do polling and they know how incredibly unpopular this is. Amongst Democrats, they're worried about the next election. That's why Tina Kotek put this thing on hold. They're not yes, going to stop, and you know that. That's why, folks, you must not stop. You must sign Vote Before Tolls. Please go to IP4, go to votebeforetolls.org, sign IP4. Dean, thanks so much for joining us today. Keep up the fantastic work. Yeah, good. Thank you, Jeff. Good to talk with you again. All right. Folks, we'll be right back. More of your phone calls. My buddy Don Powers is on hold. We're going to talk with him about the great event he's coming up. He's got coming up in Sherwood. The movie, Let My People Go. Back in a moment at 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. We'll go right back to the phones in just a moment. Got an email from Nancy on Freedom Friday. Morning, Jeff. I attend Armed Women of America, an organization that teaches responsible gun ownership to women of all ages which meets out at the Salem Rod and Gun Club first Thursday at 6 p.m. of every month. On their walls are posters. I took a picture of one of them. I found them interesting. Thanks for being there. And they are very interesting posters. I got other great emails uh, from Rich and Doug, and I'll get to all of them, but I got to get back to the phones. My buddy Don Powers is on the line. Don, good morning. How are you, brother? Is that you, Don? Yeah, Jeff, I hear it's a little too loud uh, in, this, in this Sprinter van. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, it, it's it's not great, but go ahead. I couldn't tell if you could hear me okay. I apologize. There, you're much better, much better. Are you there? Don, you're, you're cutting in and out. Let's um, let's put Don on hold. Maybe he can get to a better spot. Uh, and do we have another caller, Amanda? If we do, we'll take them. No. Okay. All right. So, Don, let let's let's try to get Don back here so we can have a conversation with him. His event, by the way, is coming up on the nineteenth. 
the movie, Let My People Go, to Sherwood Performing Arts, and ah, he left. Okay. Well, we'll try to get Don back here in uh, in just a little bit. All right. Don, are you back with us? I am. Okay, that's better. Okay, that's good. I apologize. I'm in a vehicle I'm not familiar with, so. <laughs> ah, okay. Be careful. Um, well, first of all, thank you uh, for promoting the event on the 19th. You know, it's going to be a great event, uh, the documentary uh, by Professor David Clement. And, uh, you know, David and one of his producers, Joe Oltman, another great patriot, are going to be there in person to uh, meet with people, do a little meet and greet, answer some questions after the film and so forth. So I thank you very much for continuing to uh, discuss this important work. But I I wanted to also comment on uh, Dean. Uh, He came out to Clackamas last night and spoke with us about the the tolls. And he's absolutely right about uh, kind of what the government is uh, of Oregon is doing to us. I mean, the, the 86% is ludicrous. We already see that the state of Oregon has a big problem with a bunch of money for the housing authorities. They lost. They don't seem to know what happened to it. A massive amount. I can't even remember what it was, but it was a huge number. Um, you know, the government's just too big, and it uses too darn much money, that's for sure. So the idea that I mean, just in your circle of friends, what kind of, for those who have heard that ODOT's going to spend 86 cents of every dollar of toll collected to pay for collecting the toll and not going to the debt, what kind of reaction do you get from people that become aware of that? I think it's utter shock, really. The interesting thing is they just don't want this. What what the, the people involved with trying to promote this ODOT and uh, a lot of our legislators don't realize this. At the end of the day, we don't want this, but they don't seem to care. You know, uh, out where I am in Wilsonville, they talk about a couple locations they want to put, uh, you know, want to put the tolls. And uh, I went to the meeting in Wilsonville that they had and spoke. And every morning, it seems like, or every day, I probably get stopped twice by this, you know, uh, TriMet train that goes from Wilsonville out to Tigard and, and, and beyond. And... It's really funny because I'm sitting there, the train's coming by, everybody stops. There's 15 cars in one direction, 15 cars on the other side of the tracks, all sitting there idling, right, waiting for the train to go by, and it zooms by, and there's one person on it. I mean, one, one time I actually saw four people on it. So it's, it's absurd, and the proof is in the pudding. If we wanted this type of mass transportation, which really is what they're trying to get at, right, I think people have to realize that this isn't about getting revenue for ODOT, especially when 86% of it isn't even going to go to the bottom line. Really what this is about, it's, it's about controlling the public. It's about it, uh, an agenda, right? If they make it, you unhappy, they make it difficult for you to use your car. Uh, they already talk about gas taxes. They talk about wanting to stop, you know, diesel in a couple of, uh, in a couple of years. And, stop, you know, they're trying to take our cars away from us. This is all just a part of it. And people need to realize there's a much bigger play here and they got to understand what it is and and put a stop to it. And and as Dean has said, you know, uh, nothing scares uh, the government more than an informed and uh, and active uh, populace, you know, voting uh, constituents. And we have to do that. We have a responsibility to our children and to our, our state to stand up and and be heard. 
And once we are, it'll put a it'll put a stop to a lot of this stuff that's going on. You know, mass non-compliance is uh, is a very powerful thing. It is, and it is all about control. That's where all of this goes to. And you're right because that's the Marxist philosophy, isn't it, Don? It, that's that's exactly what it is. You know, this if you look around the country, what's happening in our border, what's happening in our schools, trying to take parental rights away from our parents so that. So that they can, I mean, what is wrong with people allowing a 15-year-old to be able to get an abortion without parents' consent, allowing the schools and, and others to, 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 to give gender-affirming uh, uh, surgery or uh, puberty blockers and such to, to children without the parents' consent? Where, where have we gone? You know, where's our morality? It's, 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 completely, uh, it's completely shot, and frankly, the men need to stand up. Men need to stand up. Look at what's happening in the schools with boys and girls sports, boys in the girls' locker rooms. I mean, that's not acceptable. Those girls have a right to feel safe and comfortable. They're going through, you know, especially like at high school, junior high school level, what what kids are going through at that age as far as, you know, their bodies and their self-image and everything, and they allow this to happen. Where are the fathers? Go protect your daughter. This is not an acceptable thing. Right on the money. Don, um, we're going to um, we're going to let you go, folks. Uh, I'll have the Eventbrite website where you can buy a ticket to the showing of Let My People Go and the opportunity to meet in a VIP reception and uh, reception and have conversations with uh, Professor David Clements, who's the author of this movie, and Joel Oltman. We've had them both on the show this week. You must see this movie and bring some one with you it's it's not expensive at all it's on the 19th it's at the sherwood center for the arts don thanks so much have a marvelous weekend be safe driving around out there especially in the snow that's coming will do thank you brother Appreciate you. all right freedom friday got an email from doug the post-genocide war on authority is here as more normies see increasing numbers of family and friends suddenly dropping dead they're beginning to have their own casual conversations about the spiking vaccine murder rate those who revere and work for the institutions of authority academics engineers phds healthcare, police governments peer-reviewed journals are all now seeing through the lies those who are well-schooled the ones whom authority gives them validation where conclusions come from the higher-ups in rank those people will be deinstitutionalized because they finally We'll see through the con of the superstition of authority. I hope you're right. Rich writes about gun violence. We have to release a gun. We have to realize that gun violence is just a way to keep us off the agenda. The lies they they want us to run with is all about the civilian disarmament. Nothing more. Welcome to Venezuela Phase Three. Friends, thanks for joining us today. Keep praying for this nation, this state. Stand up for what you believe. We'll talk to you Monday. Be safe out there. Be warm.